0: Love Talk Radio.
1: Women. I'm your host, Shanice Lewis, coming to you live from Los Angeles. Today is Monday, April 18th, 2011. Before we get started with uh, the show, I have a few announcements for you. Lane Bryant and Plus Model Magazine have teamed up to bring awareness to the Plus Size community about multiple sclerosis. Walk MS will take place on Saturday, March 30th, 2011, and Plus Model Magazine has a registered team you can join. And to participate and for more information about the festivities surrounding the walk that weekend, visit PlusModelMag.com. And if you're in Los Angeles that weekend, Bad Bitch, a one-woman show by Erica Watson will be making its Los Angeles premiere. Um it starts April 29th and runs through May 1st and she's coming up later on the show. To tell you more about it so don't go anywhere and don't forget that plus model radio is a proud sponsor of the fuller woman expo which will be saturday september 10th at the detroit historical museum in downtown detroit and kim coles will be returning as special guests for more information visit the fullerwomanexpo.com and also plus model radio is a proud sponsor of Project Curve Appeal and I will be hosting their sisterhood conference in Atlanta, Georgia, September 29th through October 2nd and I'm very excited about that and for more information visit projectcurveappeal.com Today on the show, our guest includes actress and comedian Erica Watson and Jana Kari Payne, founder of Pushing Pink Petals. But up first is Kimby Atkins. Kimby Atkins is the president of Curvy Cuties Incorporated, based out of Little Rock, Arkansas, with an office in Atlanta, Georgia. Curvy Cuties began in Atlanta in 2004 on a mission to make the entertainment and modeling world aware of the full-figure community and the talented and beautiful women who were a part of it. Curvy Cuties believed that no matter what, it was imperative that companies, marketing efforts, and talent scouts included the full-figure community when considering the direction they would take. Curvy Cuties continues to work hard on their mission Comprised of models who act, sing, dance, perform spoken word, host events, and more. They are very focused on bringing the best events to their audience. As the creators of Miss Full-Figured and Stylish, Model Mania, Explicit Lyrics, and Little Rock Full-Figure Fashion Week, and many more, these ladies know about hard work, dedication, and quality events that focuses on elevating the full-figure community. Let's welcome Kimby to this show. Hi, how are Hi. you? Yeah, how are you doing? Now, am I pronouncing your name correctly? Is it Kimby?
2: candy, candy is Kimby. Kimby
1: Is Aiken what agent? Oh, right, right. You uh, can you speak up a little? Model, uh, you're not too clear.
2: Oh, okay. I'm sorry about
1: that. But how did you get your start in the industry? Well, I actually
2: started with Elnor, The Nor, um, with Aja in New York. I um, was. Uh, participant of uh, the Belnor Bells, Mm -hmm. so that's how I actually got started.
1: And so from there, it um, inspired you to start Curvy Cuties?
2: Well, no, from there, I just started doing a lot of local things in Atlanta and met up with a couple of ladies, and we all were just, you know, wanting to kind of get our own thing started, and so that's pretty much how it went from there.
1: So is Curvy Cuties an organization that people can join, or is that just the name of your production company? So
2: it's an organization that you can join.
1: It is. Okay. So mm-hmm. tell me, how did Curvy Cuties come about? So you just got together with a group of ladies, and it was a lack of opportunities in your area?
2: Right. We were feeling that, you know, it was a lot of different um you know, opportunities that came about, but they never wore for ladies of, like, a 14 and up. And so Mm -hmm. we decided to kind of create our own opportunities in that, you know, we wanted to produce our own shows and, you know, kind of have our own events that cater to women of 14 and up, basically.
1: And I know that... I know that Atlanta has a couple of events and things for plus size women, but I can imagine Little Rock has basically nothing.
2: Right, it's different. It's totally different. That's the kind of the term I use. Oh yeah, it's different. <laughs> it's a little bit different here, but um, we're we're working on it. We're trying to you know make make the awareness the awareness out there and get our name out and get people used to the fact that hey. You know, it doesn't stop at a size four or six. You know, there are some ladies who, you know, would like to see how, you know, certain items will look on them that may be a size 18, a size 20. And so that's where we come in.
1: Right. So under your um, umbrella of Curvy Cuties, there are a lot of events that you've produced and still producing. One of them is... Miss Full Figure and Stylish. So, tell me more yep. about that.
2: Well, Miss Full Figure and Stylish actually takes place in one of the local malls here, and mm-hmm. what we do is we go in and we hold auditions for ladies that would like to compete. Now, that is a competition, and they get to compete and to win the title of Miss Full Figure and Stylish. And so, what happens is we have several retailers in the mall that actually um, showcases items. In that particular show, and there are judges, and the ladies come out in each outfit, and a winner is determined at the end of the evening. So basically, what happens with that is they are awarded a cash well, it's a long a gift card of $500, the title of Miss Full Figure and crown, sash, photo shoot, you know, things of that nature. And then, pretty much, what happens with that title is that they make appearances around town uh, wearing their fashion crown, um, do speaking engagements and things like that. So
1: So is it like a beauty pageant or is it totally different from a beauty pageant?
2: Yeah, I don't like to – I don't consider it a beauty pageant. I mean, it's it's more so based on, you know, your confidence and pretty much how you present the clothes and, you know, just kind of how you – Look and um, in in the clothes that you're wearing, if you're able to, you know, sell the clothes on the runway. So it, it's more so of a, it's more so of a runway competition, I guess.
3: Mm-hmm. I guess you can say. Okay, you know, so that's
2: not a beauty
1: package, and
2: they don't do talent, and they don't do, you know, speech, the interviews
1: speech or anything or like, like that. that. Right? Yeah, it's <laughs> nothing like that. So that's one of the events that you hold. Another one is Model Mania. Now tell me what Model Mania is.
2: Now Model Mania, and we actually just have that here earlier this month, that is a model competition. And with Model Mania, we actually take standard models, four-figure models, and men models. And they each compete in their own division, and there is the a winner from each division that moves on to the um, Nationals, which takes place in Atlanta in October. So and we have several so cities around. So you call the
1: National Model Mania in Atlanta?
2: Yes, and actually at the event that you're going to be hosting with Curve Appeal, <laughs> it's going to go on during that time.
1: Oh, okay, so you two have partners to have the Model Mania there.
2: Right, as a part of
1: the curvature event, correct. Okay, okay. So it'll
2: be models from that one in their respective city that will come to Atlanta to compete for the title of model of the year.
1: Now how is how is that different from Miss Full Figure and Stylish?
2: Well Miss Full Figure and Stylish is literally just that it's it's women only, but model and full figure women only. But Model Mania, you have standard models the plus models and the male models that are. Oh, okay. And they're going for model of the year is the title
1: that they're all buying for. Okay. Now you have another event that you produce, explicit lyrics. Now what is that?
2: Well, explicit lyrics is for the grown people. <laughs> Uh-oh, you
1: changed your whole tone with that one. <laughs> it's
2: for the grown folks.
1: Okay, it's, this um, is 18 and over.
2: Exactly. It's um. It's uh. Well, it's, you know, your more adult poetry. Um, okay. You know, your more adult uh, modeling, you know, lingerie and things like that. It's, it's just a night of you know bringing sexy back, basically. <laughs>
1: so is that exclusively for plus size, or that's all sizes too? That
2: the last time we did it, we only had um, the four-figure ladies. But the time before that, we also had gender models in there. So it just kind of depends. We've done it both ways, and it so works. So even, even
1: though your company is Curvy Cuties, it's not exclusive to plus-size events?
2: It's not. We really like to we really like to host events that cater to all women, and we, we make that clear. But we do, you know, of course, because we are mainly full-figure ladies, we do cater to the plus-size women. Okay. So, the majority of our events will have a strong influence on that, but um, you know we we do like to include other people as well. Right. So definitely not
1: about exclusion. <laughs> right. Well, that's that's a good thing. So now, mm-hmm. tell me about the big event you have coming up, Little Rock Full Figure Fashion Week. Now, first, tell me what was your inspiration for starting this event?
2: Well what happened was i when I initially moved to Little Rock, there was already a Little Rock Fashion Week that was going on here, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to be a part, but I didn't feel like um you know it was necessarily my platform, mm-hmm. and so that was really kind of what me i'm sorry that really was what kind of pushed me to um
1: to the Little Rock Four figure Fashion Week. So, the and, Little Rock Fashion um, Week didn't include plus sizes? Well, I've heard that it did, but I, I
2: didn't see that. So, I was kind of confused. I, and unless i missed it, I didn't really see it. You didn't so see it? I didn't see that there were any, but the word is that there were. So, I don't
1: know. It's okay. To be so so you so, decided to just make a platform for yourself there.
2: Right, and we needed, because I'm, I'm like, okay, when I look around, you know, yeah, I see, you know, size 2, four, eight, well, you know, it goes on up. So I don't understand how you can exclude someone in a fashion week. So that's kind of what, what prompted that.
1: So how many days <laughs> um, is um, Little Rock, Full Figure Fashion Week, and what's the schedule of events?
2: Say it again? I'm sorry.
1: How many days is the event, and what's the schedule of events?
2: The days. We have actually uh, three, four days of events. Okay. Of events. And what we're doing um, initially is on April 25th, we're doing a kickoff party. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just going to be, you know, just for a lot of um, just for the ladies to come together and kind of, you know, have a good time before we actually get going. <laughs> and okay. we also are going to have, on that night, we're going to have a runway-type um, competition where one lady is going to be selected to be in the show based on what she does during that particular segment that night.
1: Okay.
2: So that's April 25th, and it takes place at the... Um, the name just slipped my
1: mind.
2: Uh-oh. Uh, oh, my goodness. I
1: can't remember. I well, that information is on your website.
2: Yeah, it's on our website, <laughs> Um, K-U-R-B-Y. Um, uh, 12, that's it. 12 Martin Lounge is the name of the place. Well, that's okay. the same place. Okay. And then the next event that we have during that week is on the 27th. And that's going to take place at ACAC downtown on Main Street, and that's an art walk where there are to be some ladies doing mannequin modeling, showcasing um, a look that you can expect to see on the night of the actual showcase on the 30th. Mm-hmm. Um, so there will be some wine and some little appetizers, you know, just kind of a little casual social event that night. Okay. And then we're doing, on the 28th, we're doing Little Rock Girls Rock, and that's going to be where we've taken a couple of ladies from a prior event,
1: Mm -hmm. young girls ages
2: 13 to 18, Mm -hmm. and they will be given a makeover, and they will showcase their new looks for their parents and friends on the runway that night. And that's a private event. It's only for the young ladies and their, you know, the people that they invite to come.
1: Mhm,
2: mhm. And so, then. Okay. <laughs> go ahead. And then the main event, of course, the Kirby Experience, takes place on the 30th.
1: Okay, so there's a a full schedule there with a lot yeah. of exciting things going on. So if anyone is listening and interested in purchasing tickets, how do we go about doing that?
2: They can purchase tickets on the Eventbrite, which is com. Um They can also see any current Cutie model as well on our website.
1: So if you um, come there the day of without a ticket, can you pay at the door, or is only uh, admission in advance?
2: No, yeah, you can pay at the door. Yeah, we, we will have um, you, where you can pay at the door as well.
1: Well, that's exciting. It's nice to see things going on in the South because the South needs things going on, too. So I'm excited you have something going on down there. Now, do you have anything else coming up that we can be on the lookout for?
2: Well, I did want to mention one more thing about the show is that 100% of our proceeds are going to be donated to the um, Delta Community-Based Services, which is the company who hosts to Strive Together Conference for the young girls ages 12 through 18. So
1: and that
2: you is said 100%? 100% of the proceeds.
1: Wow. Yeah. So you're not even doing this to make money. This is just a passion exactly. project.
2: Exactly. Oh, I love
1: that. <laughs>
2: so I do want to put that out there.
1: Well, yeah, that makes yeah. a difference. That makes a difference, 100%. Yeah. You don't really see that too often. Yes, ma'am. And so tell us your
2: uh, um, vendors and everything. So that's why we were able to do that, so
1: Oh, that's awesome. So are you still looking for vendors or sponsors?
2: I have uh, maybe one or two spots
1: left for vendors
2: and sponsors we definitely would, you know, be happy to have anyone who would like to sponsor me as well.
1: And so for the information, tickets, and everything, tell us the official website.
2: It's www.KurvyCuties.com, and it's K-U-R-V-Y-K-U-T-I-E-S.com.
1: Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, and I wish you much success, especially after it's 100% proceeds to charity. That's awesome. I commend you for that. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And continue to success with everything. Enjoy the rest of your evening.
2: Thank you. I'll see you in Atlanta in October.
1: (laughs) Yes, you will. (laughs) Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. And next up on the show is Jana Curry. Jana Curry is a trained professional makeup artist who has worked in film, editorial, book, and bridal arenas. Her obsession with makeup goes back to when she was a young girl in her mom's Ultima 2 collection. She has carved out a sizable niche with the people she is connected to. Makeup is her obsession, but girls and their self esteem is her passion. Every woman and girl is deserving of positive self-esteem and feeling like they are valued for what they behold in their hearts and minds as well as what they look like. She has worked tirelessly to create a feeling of self-love, understanding, and forgiveness with her nonprofit, Pushing Pink Petals. P3 is the way we... equate the ability to understand and create your own vision of beauty. It's like riding a bike. They teach you the skills to ride that bike and push those proverbial pedals so that when life inevitably inevitably knocks you down, you can get back up and keep it moving. Jana Curry is the mother of two daughters and is looking to reinforce the positive self-love and awareness our youth today is so desperately in need of. And let's welcome Jana to the show. Hi, how are you? I'm great. How are you? I'm fabulous. Well, thank you for joining us this evening. I'll tell everybody listening how you got your start in the industry.
3: Um, actually, it just kind of happened because I had a midlife crisis. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and really? Makeup, makeup had always been something I wanted to do. Um, I just didn't think I could ever make any real money doing it, and um, decided to go back and study so that I could get into doing, um, like, horror makeup and, and over-the-top stuff and work in film, and I went to school to learn all the prosthetics and all the icky, gooey, crazy stuff, and um, sat in a class with a bunch of girls who were um, younger than me and learned lots, and that's actually the the place that made me decide that I was going to do Pushing Pink Petals anyway, so I actually thought that movies were was the direction I wanted to take but now I am thinking that kids and girls are much more important and the thing about doing this kind of work is you discover that beauty is something that starts inside not on the outside so it was a real eye opener for me to go to school and actually figure out that makeup while I adore it um wasn't what drove me so hmm. that's how I got started
1: And so, as a makeup artist, you've been able to have a successful career.
3: Um, Can you tell us, like, some of the things you've done with your makeup career? I've done some movies. Um, I did a book on boudoir photography, assisting um, a photographer who was uh, extremely talented, and she... um, offered the job for me to come in and do the makeup for that. And then I've also done a lot of boudoir photography, not for books, but just for people to do it. Um, bridal makeup is a huge thing for me as well, and I've been successful with it, and I enjoy it. And um, But actually the nonprofit has taken over my time. <laughs> <laughs> There's such a huge need for it out there that it has really become my full-time job at this point. So Really? yeah so well,
1: so, let's talk about it. So, it's called pushing pink petals. Now, what does
3: that name mean? Pushing pink petals has everything to do with um self awareness and self esteem uh one of the things that I noticed is that you know everything's based in oh, you gotta have positive self esteem and you you gotta be feeling good about yourself, and the reality is that no one teaches us how to get there. And you can't have positive self-esteem if you don't know who you are and you don't know what makes you you. And um, so I was sitting with a lot of these younger girls in their 20s, and they all defined themselves by um, the bad things that had happened in their lives or um, the bad situations that they came from or maybe even some bad decisions that they had made themselves. And all of these were based on um, outside things, not on what they had decided was um them. And um, so I kind of started looking at it as it is like riding a bike. You you need to know who you are and when you know who you are it's easier to bounce back from things that do occur and you can still stand true in your authentic self. And That is like riding a bike, because to tell people that, oh, yeah, once you figure yourself out and you know who your authentic self is, that um, you're never going to have a bad day again, that would be lying. And I don't try to sell people um, roses and sunshine when life isn't always roses and sunshine. Mm -hmm. But what we do with Pushing Pink Petals is help you... Use the tools that we gave you so that when you do fall off the bike or if you get knocked off your proverbial bike, you can get back on a little quicker. You know, allow yourself those two or three days to feel sad or depressed or unhappy or angry or whatever you may feel, but be able to get back to it sooner and maybe not sit in such a a sad state because you know who you are. And when you know who you are, it's easier to fight things that come in your way.
1: So what does the organization do in the community to help girls and young women um, to help bring this mission forth?
3: What I have currently been doing is going into homes for um, girls and also transitional housing, even for women as well. Um, My target group is 18 to 25, but I have worked with women all the way up to the age of 65. And what we do is we'll go to the homes or we will go to a A designated place, and we will bring the women in we will do um basic workshops on defining who you are and figuring out those things and developing skills to to know who you are as opposed to being a part of your circumstances. And then we'll do that for a couple hours, and we'll move into, like, the makeup part of it because I absolutely love makeup, so I love putting it on people. Uh And then I – actually, my team will come in, do basic beauty, because one of the things about makeup and doing makeup with people, celebrities or otherwise – You find that um, less is more, and even though makeup is my world, if someone is to approach me, I always do minimal. And I think that actually brings out the natural beauty in people. So we do a very um, light um, application of makeup. And then we will do – sometimes we could do nails and we do hair. We can cut hair. Um, depending on the time frame that we're given. And then we do photo shoots, and my photographer will come in and take professional um, portraits of the girls, and then we bring them back to them, and they have a gift from that day, and they realize that they are the gift to themselves, and that's why the pictures are given back to them a week later.
1: So what you do, in a sense, is
3: like a makeover on the inside and out. Absolutely. You can't have one without the other in, in the way we the way we see things. So I
1: know that you don't do everything alone. You have a um, team. Now tell us about everyone that's a part of this organization.
3: I have a fantastic group of women. I actually have a core group, and that is My assistant's name is Jana. Yes, it is. And she actually does a lot of the the behind-the-scenes work for me, and she's an amazing woman. Tammy is our resident photographer, takes the best pictures I've ever seen. Women always are raving about how they look after they're done. Cry. I have had so many women cry after they receive their pictures, and that's been a good thing. She's taken my photo as well. Um, I have Mindy, who is another group coordinator, kind of does things for us. We have Joanna Rodriguez. She's new to the team, but she has so much to offer. One of the things about all the people that I have, Owen Brenton Lee, who is the most dynamic hair guy you'll ever meet, and he's only 22, but he is the most well-rounded man I've ever met in my entire life because to call him a youngster would be an insult. But all of the people, everybody involved in my team, I've had up to 50 volunteers at any given time um, for my events, and um, one of the things that I look for is people who are not perfect, because I think that that's something that I value in that nobody lives a perfect life and that's something that these younger girls don't seem to understand. They think because they see us look a certain way and that we are put together at our age that somehow we've always been this way. And so the reality comes to life when my people who look so perfectly together say, hey, life isn't always you know, fantastic and we had to work hard to get where we are. So if anyone is listening and want to get involved, how can we get involved
1: in your organization and support your efforts?
3: I am always looking for people, and I am always able to find a home for somebody who is interested in being part of the group. Going to PushingPinkPetals, that's petals with a D, not with a T, T—dot .org. And we are a nonprofit, so um, donations are uh, certainly fine, but we absolutely love having people come on board and offer their their life stories and, and who they are. And um, being available to these kids has made a huge difference to so many of them, and that's why I try to continue doing what I'm doing. Now, you mentioned you, um, you know, can use donations
1: as well as volunteers. Now when someone donates money, where does that money go to?
3: It goes 100% to the kids. And that All involves our future That
1: what involves
3: like gifts for the kids, or we do everything from swag bags. We do full haircuts, depending on the group, the size, the time. Um, it also goes to getting our other uh, events going. Uh, okay. We do have fundraisers on the regular. We have wine tastings. That's our um, fundraiser of choice because <laughs> mm-hmm. who doesn't like a glass of wine once in a while? Mm-hmm. And um, That's what we're going to be doing in August, so some of the money will go to um, putting on our events and our expos. We have a a beauty expo that we're going to be doing in November, Um, so that will be posted on the um, website as well once we um, have everything solidified. And then we also are having a dance rally in the beginning of the school year in September because one of the things that I've noticed um, is that there's such a disconnect between what girls are putting out there versus what's actually going on on the inside. And I had the pleasure of going to a high school dance in January and was mortified at what I saw so, we have some fantastic dancers um so michael Jackson's dancers um choreographer from Glee. We have a few people coming out to do a production and kind of show these girls the appropriate way to be um to give the right message out and to not necessarily put themselves out there in a way that may harm them somewhere down the road Now do you so have we have a few the you do you mm-hmm. have the dates set for these upcoming events, or are you still
1: in the planning stages?
3: We're we're in the planning stages. I do know that it's the beginning of September for the dance rally, and then I also know that it will be the end of November for the Beauty Expo. Okay, and so, so we just have to keep so it on your exactly. website. Keep looking at the website, and we will be sending out blasts. So if you want to be a part and get into our newsletter, by all means um, contact us on the website, and we will keep you posted on all of our upcoming events. And what of things I saw
1: on your website
3: is you have a list of supporters. Now,
1: what kind of organizations are you looking to partner with?
3: You name it, we are all for it. One of the things that I am consistently asking for are people that are um, willing to invest in girls. Um, I... I think it's imperative that you have to be pro-woman, pro-girl and um I have found that men and women have been um eager to do this. We accept donations from everybody. Um there is no we're not discriminatory in that sense. So, we take them from whoever is willing to give us something, but we've had a lot of support and that's one of the things that's kept us going cuz this is not cheap.
1: <laughs> right, right. I can imagine. Now, um, do you have anything else coming up that we should be on the lookout for?
3: Not at this point, but we are always looking for places to hold our workshops So if anybody has a home, uh, we do halfway houses. We do um, homes where kids have been taken away from their parents, uh, teen mothers. We go into transitional housing for homeless women. We are willing to go anywhere and everywhere, anywhere in the Southern California area anyway. So if anybody has any place that they think would uh, would benefit from us coming and doing our workshops, I'm more than willing to make that happen.
1: And, um, I gotta mention that you just um finished a very successful event in los angeles curvy um that was really nice.
3: We and do did you
1: know, any more of those would be
3: um our plans for the future i are we gonna do any more of those? I hope so. I hope we're gonna do tons more of these. We're actually looking into it right now, trying to get ourselves in and get the word out about what we're trying to do because one of the things that I've noticed is that. We have had an incredible outpouring of women and men willing to go the extra mile and make this um, a better world for these girls. Um, The media and whatnot, so much of it is not um, helpful and conducive to creating strong, beautiful women, and um, that's something that I'm trying to fight against. And so anytime I can get out there and get my kids out there with my peer mentoring program, that's who actually was working the, the curvy event, and my girls just... Rocked and looked beautiful, and, and presented us in such a fantastic way that um, I'm hope I'm hoping that we get into a lot more of these. So that is for the future as well. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show, and
1: I really like what you're doing, and I think your website is beautiful. I love the music on the website. So thank you. I love it when, too. <laughs> definitely, whenever I can be involved with anything, just let me know. For sure. I've got trust me, I've got stuff I'd like you to do. <laughs> you I'm got looking forward to working. Yes, I do. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well,
1: okay. Well thank you so much for being on this show and enjoy the rest of your evening.
3: Thank you for this opportunity. Have a great night.
1: You too. Bye bye. Bye bye. And last but definitely not least. Is Erica Watson, born and raised in Chicago's Hyde Park neighborhood with a B.A. and M.A. from Columbia College, Chicago. Erica Watson is an actor, stand-up comedian at clubs around the country, and a film and television director. In 2009, she'd appeared in the Oprah Winfrey Lee Daniels film, Precious, following starring in the feature film, Dirty Laundry. Watson is currently featured in two Gracie Award-winning commercials that she wrote for the Oxygen Network. Most recently, Watson hosted a segment for the fashion team on TV Guide with a featured commentator, pundit on the Dr. Phil show, appeared on five TV Guide network specials, the We Channel, and seven different BET specials. And because of her views on politics and pop cultures, Watson is a recurring panelist on BET BETJ's talk show, My Two Cents. Watson is also the director of the reality TV series My Model Looks Better Than Your Model on the BETJ Network, and she has also directed various theater productions. Her one-woman show, Fat Big, she has also... She also directs, is currently touring across the U.S. and tackles American obsession with the weight and stereotypes of African-American women. In 2010, Fat Bitch was nominated for the Chicago Black Theater Alliance Award and curated at the Brooklyn Museum for Target First Saturdays. The show will be making its Los Angeles premiere April 29th, and she's here to tell us all about it. Let's welcome Erica
0: Watson. What is going on, girl? Nothing much. How are you? I'm good. Sitting back here listening to you uh, read my bio, I was like, damn, I should be rich since I've done all that stuff. <laughs> I should be sitting hey, here and sure, as broke as I am. Hey, Hello sure, on sure, BT you? and WE and TV Guide and Precious. You know what I'm saying? So, I, you know, actually, I, I feel really good listening to the Bible because it lets me know that my hard work is paying off. So, you know. Yes, it is.
1: Yes, it is. So what <laughs> led you to write a one-woman show for yourself? How did this come about?
0: Well, you know, um, back in, I think it was 2008, a friend of mine here in New York had a uh, a comedy festival he was doing that was featuring <laughs> underground alternative African-American comedy. So basically he was trying to give the alternative to the typical or stereotypical black comedy that people have come to think is the only way that black comedy can be expressed. So um, they reached out to me to see if I wanted to do a one person show. And um, I was like, of course, but I didn't know what I wanted to talk about. So I basically wrote down a couple Like bullet points of some stories that I like telling friends that they laughed at, and then I went on stage and just winged it, and then now here we have my one woman show. But at first it wasn't structured. I didn't write anything down. I just, you know, got on stage and told my normal stories that I always tell people. Oh, so it started um, off like improv freestyle. Yeah, yeah, Um. really. Yeah, I just, I just was, you know, because I, you know, I always. I think, for me, my true talent is in storytelling. There are different styles of comedy or stand-up, and you know. So, um, And, of course, you know, traditional stand-up, set-up, punchline, I love doing too. But I find that um, my stories sometimes have more depth to them. They're very funny, and people love hearing them. But a lot of times they also have um, – there's a little moral or, or message to it, especially when I deliver them on stage. So, you know, I was like, "Look, let me, let me, let me try this out to see how it goes, and it's working." So the title of
1: this show is a real attention getter,
0: yeah. and
1: some people are offended by it. So, yes. what do you say to those that are uncomfortable with the title of your show?
0: Well, I mean, of course, you know the the artist in me you 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 want to be sensitive and you know you get you yourself as an artist you don't want to hear that somebody's rejecting your work especially when you truly know that it has merit that it's creative and it's artistic um and then the other side of me is like hey forget them like if you don't if you don't want to come see my show because of the title you are Uh, the prime example of the type of stuff I'm talking about in my show is people judging books by covers, judging people by the sizes of their bodies. So judging my show by a title The title is just Fat Bitch. It doesn't say, everybody be a fat bitch, don't you want to be a fat bitch, or don't you love being a fat bitch. The show is just called Fat Bitch. I'm dissecting the title. I'm talking about the ways in which I've been discriminated against, the ways in which other women that are plus size have been treated wrongly in society that may make us the women that we are. If you think I'm a fat bitch, let me break it down and tell you who I am and how I've come to be this woman. So you can't be offended by my life. You know, if anything, I should be the one offended. I've been called that title so many times by so many different people that it's interesting that, you know, if you Google Fat Bitch, you're going to see millions of topics pop up from from hip-hop songs, to uh, just other type of derogatory porn, everything under the sun. But for some reason, when I use the term and I say it, and I, I'm just not even making a full sentence, just simply by saying the words fat and bitch together, folks are offended. I really don't understand it. And sometimes I think it's the word fat that offends more than anything else because skinny and bitch together sounds cute. It sounds cosmopolitan. It sounds like, you know, a group of chicks in the meatpacking, District sipping on cosmos. Mm-hmm. Um, there's
1: there's books and a whole brand with skinny. Oh bitch. yeah,
0: you you got the skinny skinny girl Martini It's not skinny bitch, but still like the word skinny. Um, you know it's it's is it's, it's it's not just the words but what those words mean and skinny and fat there's a difference in class right there so you know saying fat bitch is definitely different than saying skinny bitch and a show called skinny bitch i don't think many people would be offended but maybe i'm wrong
1: well so anyone that just judge the show by the title that thinks this is disrespectful towards women in any way is absolutely wrong correct
0: Oh, yeah, and you know, it's interesting, it's like, you know, Really, when people get offended, it kind of tells you where they're coming from and where their mental state is. Because I said to some people, and they're like, oh, this must be a deep, introspective look at the way in which women and their bodies are judged in society and the way it, um, your body affects how the world perceives you. They get it immediately. But then other people are like, uh-uh, sad bitch. I ain't going to see that. That's how ghetto. So – that lets me know where you live. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> I, that lets me know where you're coming from. So, if, you know, uh, people being offended by it a lot of times it just tells me where where they are. And you can still be offended by it. You have the right to be. But to judge the show and its artistic merit based on the title of it really speaks volumes to how our society judges things just by just just by sight. And that's really interesting to me. That's what my show is talking about, is how you can look at a person and based on their size, their color, uh, and the way they look, make a lot of preconceived judgments about them that may or may not be true. And it's just so interesting that my title alone gets that reaction from people. And it's very interesting. But, hey, it's Maybe my show is just not for them, but if you come and see my show, you won't be offended. You're going to laugh. You're going to have a good time. You're going to leave, if anything, feeling very empowered, and you'll realize that the title of the show is not a moniker that I'm claiming for myself. It's really about let's break this term down and and show what it really means. I feel like I'm talking too much. Am I talking too much? No, go ahead. (laughs) (laughs)
1: I'm sitting there like, Shanice
0: ain't got a chance to say nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: no, but I want you to get it out. It's important. Yeah. But, um, so the show is not only for plus size women, but everybody can relate to parts of this show, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Everybody can relate to the entire show. I mean,. I did the show in September in Chicago as a uh, fundraiser uh, for Columbia College, our scholarship program, and it was a part of our alumni reunion weekend. We had all these big heavyweights from Hollywood um, there in the audience, and um, there was a, a guy there that had donated a lot of money to the school. He didn't want us to disclose the amount, but it was a lot, enough to buy you, me, our mamas, and everybody else. And I was like, you know after my show he came up to me and he was crying and this is a middle-aged really cool hip white guy married he and his wife came to me behind stage and he's crying and he's like after seeing your show i will never think about black women in the way i have been ever again he's like you have totally blown my mind i don't think about what i'm saying when i tell somebody they have such a pretty face i didn't think about um the images of black women that are on TV that range from being over sex to being on a mammy, how they're so close-minded. He's like, he, me as a white man never looked at things that way, but you have changed my life. And he keeps in touch with me. He's emailed me. Hopefully he'll give me some of that money he gave to school because the sister is broke. But I'm just like... <laughs> I so appreciate well, that. Well, that's
1: very powerful, and that's a Yeah. Show.
0: So that's why I say, you know what, if somebody's offended by the title, maybe they're just not ready to receive the message. Maybe they're not even where I need them to be in the audience, because you got to come and see my show with an open mind, ready to laugh, to laugh at yourself, to laugh at society, and really look at things for what they are, plain in sight, and not um, for what we think they should be.
1: So let's talk about the Los Angeles premiere. Um, If anybody wants to buy tickets, tell us um, the cost of the tickets and how to go about buying
0: them. The tickets are $15, and let me stress, the money is not going into my pocket. It is totally going towards a scholarship program um, by the Alumni Association for Columbia College Chicago. Now, why is Columbia College Chicago doing a show in L.A.? The reason is because Columbia College is one of the largest School of the Arts in the United States. It's one of the best. I love it. It's an amazing school. They have programs dealing with everything from um, music production, um, public relations. They have an amazing fashion department. I got my bachelor's degree in film and TV directing from there and my master's degree in media management from there. So uh, we have a big alumni chapter in L.A. It's ridiculous. Like some of the top cinematographers and people that are winning Emmys and Academy Awards, went to my school so because of that they thought I should come out to LA and perform and I'm very excited about it Um, so the tickets are 15 bucks it's going towards our alumni scholarship fund and um, it's going to be a really good time like I'm, I'm very excited I'm doing three nights in L.A., it's like, what? That's a comic stream to go out and rock a stage, your own show, for three nights in L.A., and the tickets are selling like crazy. So I'm very excited about it, and um, I'm really hoping my show touches people's lives in an amazing way.
1: Mm-hmm. And I would definitely be there, and Yay. I'm excited to be a sponsor of the show, and I'm giving Yes. Away- so if you don't have $15, you can't afford it, you can try your luck at winning a pair of tickets on my blog.
2: Yes. And
1: um, just go to com and um, leave a comment, and you can win a pair of tickets to the show. Yes, now, and thank
0: you so much, Shanice, for doing that. I really do appreciate you and your support of my show. Um, and you've, you've been supportive of it from day one, and I, I have to thank you and to say that's, that's so cool. That just goes to show that, you know, those of us that are out here doing our thing in the Plus Eyes community, we can't support each other. There's room for all of us, um, and there's power in numbers. So thank right. you. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Yes, I feel
0: when you succeed, I succeed. Yeah.
1: So um, I got a message, and somebody, you know, saw the show was coming to L.A., and they asked me how to get the show to come to their town. So if anybody wants you to come to their town, how do they go about making that possible?
0: Well, you can go to uh, the website, uh, www.fatbitchtour.com and shoot me an email message um, my people will get it you know I got people now so um, they'll definitely get it you can you know and I may even re- just respond to you and let you know how to about go about getting me in your city if you're attending a college I have a college agent it's listed on my website ericawatson.com um, I'm with GP College Entertainment and your school can book me because my, my show is appropriate for women's studies departments, for African-American studies departments. Like, it's not just me getting on stage cracking jokes. It's a real um, deep, introspective look at history and the images of black women, especially in the media, and how those images have affected me in my real life. So um, I'm going to schools to do it. So And you can also, if you go to buy the tickets at um, uh, www.column.org, dot edu backslash erica you will see uh, a woman named um sarah schroeder listed and you can also contact her to find out if columbia college will be bringing me to your city because my school is trying to sponsor my show to go to denver and atlanta and a couple other cities where we have a very strong alumni network hmm. Well, that's good, good. Yes, and then I have to give a shout out to my producer of my show, Nazi Muhammad, one of my best friends I grew up with. He plays, um, he's the center for the Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, So he's, you know, dealing with the playoffs right now, but he is the producer of my show. He's been producing the show pretty much from day one. And, um,. We're also with his help. I'll be going to Charlotte. I'll be going to Louisville. Um, I'm, you know, trying to get everywhere. Detroit, Philly. I'm trying to go everywhere. So just, you know, reach out to me and I will come.
1: All right. And so would you say that the show is for a mature audience? Is for yes, and older.
0: <laughs> yes, it is for um i would say 17 and older definitely because college kids see the show and you know when i first started doing it especially when i was just winging it the language may have been a little more nasty but um no now it's you know it's a very intelligent show yes there is limited profanity as i'll say it is limited you know a couple little things slip out here or there but um You know, and there is some adult material. I talk about my sex life and the way in which my body has affected my self-esteem and my interactions with men especially. Um, So I do go there, but it's something that I think somebody 17 and older can handle definitely. And a little, you know, know, a little fast 13-year-old could probably handle it too, but I don't necessarily (laughs) recommend it. (laughs) <laughs> the
1: mamas you have to be
0: there to explain to them. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> or the kids have to be there to explain to the mamas, probably. <laughs> <laughs> like, mama, this is what that means.
1: So do you have anything else coming up, or is the focus right now on the show?
0: The main focus is on Fab Bitch. I'm in L.A. April 29th to May 1st. Um, you can get the tickets at www.column.edu Erica or go to Shanice's blog, try to win free tickets. Um, I'm also in May, on May 14th, I'm speaking on an academic symposium at the Brooklyn Museum. It's a very big deal. Um, it's called From Portraits to Pinups, Representations of Women in Art and Popular Culture. So I'm speaking on a panel there just about the ways in which race and gender um, affect our concepts of beauty, and um, especially in the art world and then um, May 26th I'm hosting the Life Lyrics and Laughter Benefit Concert in Charlotte North Carolina so you can check me out there Um, you can uh, check my website for information on those tickets and not to just blow my own horn but um, I'll be on the TV Guide Network this Sunday uh, April 24th on uh, 25 favorite TV weddings of all time and that comes on I think 4 o'clock Eastern time on Sunday and it repeats again like all throughout the next week and the next week, so check me out there. And just, you know, I'm around. I'm everywhere.
1: Well, I'm proud of you, and I'm looking forward to see you when you get here in L.A.
0: Thank you and so much.
1: You know you have my support.
0: Thank you, and I, I I appreciate your support as well. You all always look out for me at Plus Model Radio, and um, I love talking to you guys. I love seeing what you all are doing. I thank you so much for everything.
1: Well, all right. Thank you for being on the show and see you in LA.
0: See you in LA. I cannot wait to get there. Thank you all so much. Love you.
1: All right, bye
0: bye. Bye bye.
1: And Thank you to all of our fabulous guests this evening. Tune in next week, and we'll have more Plus Industry professionals with stories to not only inspire you, but to keep you connected with the curvy community. If you're interested in advertising on our show or being a guest, visit the website at PlusModelRadio.com. And if you haven't already, don't forget to join our Facebook fan page at Facebook.com slash PlusModelRadio. I've been your host this evening, Shanice Lewis. Thank you for tuning in and supporting until next time keep thriving in your curves and be blessed